Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, intuitive astrologer. Get starstruck with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Blissin' Up starts now. Welcome. You are watching and listening to Blissen Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, and I am here with some fabulous people in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we are live uh, here in, uh, in, in, at the studio, the Actors Bridge Ensemble st- um, uh, Performance Space and Studio, uh, with a group that is really dear to my heart uh, called Act Like a Girl, G-R-R-R-L. Mm. And uh, yeah, hey, John. John Hi. Studio, holding down the floor. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, how are you doing, John? I'm doing great, sweetie. And you? Great. Wonderful. Wonderful now that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so many of you might wonder, why am I here? Why, what are we doing this weekend? Well, I'm in Nashville celebrating the bachelorette party weekend of my sister, who's right over there. Hello, hello. <laughs> and I wanted to feature something um, really uh, a special, some, so, uh, uh, you know, a really, I wanted to do a special show today because March, we started, March is a, a very, you know, intense month. We've got two eclipses and we're right in the middle of this eclipse tunnel. And on March 8th, during that eclipse, um, on that show, we talked about how the eclipse times uh, are really significant for helping us to get in touch with our purpose and, and, and understand why we're here and give voice to that. And the organization that I'm, I'm here with today, Act Like a Girl, helps young women to develop their voice and find their, 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 their sense of power, their sense of who they are through the performing and, and visual arts, through autobiographical writing, music, dance. And uh, it's an organization that I, that, that's really close to my heart. I've been involved with it for a number of years. And so I wanted to, uh, to, to have a special Eclipse show that features the power of voice. And so later on today on our show, we'll be interviewing three of the girls, hearing about the program, and perhaps even seeing some stories. How does that sound, John? Yeah, excellent. Great, great, great. But first, let's get starstruck. I can feel you smiling. Over I am. Now. You know it. <laughs> Every time we do starstruck, John smiles. So this is an action-packed week. Um, we have so much going on. And, and for those of you who are new to this show, Starstruck is the segment of our show where we talk about what's happening astrologically this week so that you can make the most of each day. And 
And, and so we start tomorrow with the sun moving into Aries at 9.31 p.m. And, and whenever the sun moves into a new sign, we start a new season. And, and this is springtime, spring fever. When we want to move, Aries is ruled by Mars, and Mars motivates us. Mars, Mars is kind of like the astrological cheerleader kind of, or the coach that kind of put, pulls us into action and, and, and really inspires us. And so Aries is the new beginning. It's the point of initiation, the time when you plant seeds for har harvest that will grow and bloom later in the, in the year. So too our focus turns to moving forward in new ways in our lives. And we're definitely doing that um, you know, with these eclipses. And, and, and perhaps in your own life, certain circumstances have shifted and changed, allowing you to have the freedom to move forward in your life in new ways, taking big leaps of faith, even if you feel uncertain. The dynamism of the Aries energy becomes magnified this weekend by the Leo moon. Our fire signs, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, will be especially charged, especially charged up, feeling connecting, wanting to connect with new people. It's a great time to get out of the house, to play, to celebrate. If you're single, especially you fire signs, this is a really good time to, to perhaps go to a new venue, someplace that you haven't been before, and, uh, and, 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 and maybe take a little bit of a risk. Ask that special someone on a, on a, on a date or ask for a number, uh, even if, if, you're, if you're nervous about it. Um, air signs uh, are Gemini's, Libras, and Aquarians. You might also feel like you need to get out and play. Uh, this is a great time for you to start training for a big race or some other kind of, of sporting event uh, and, and, and you, you maximizing the energy. Earth signs, Taurus, Capricorn, Virgo, this energy is really playful. And you know, you kind of have a reputation for being very solidly grounded, focused on the practical. Uh, and, and so take this week to step outside, get some fresh air, uh, you know, uh, uh, to, to really step out of the, the practical and, and, and the everyday experiences and, and try to try something new. Just get out of your comfort zones. On the 20th and 21st, Venus and Neptune are going to, to be right up next to each other, side by side, which is really juicy and romantic and loving for all of us. And so this, this means, uh, uh, you know, this is a great time for date night. This is a good time to be connecting on a deeper level with somebody that you're close to, or again, for going out and finding some romance, especially for our water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. We have a real tension between reality and illusion, though, um, as the moon in Virgo can kind of cloud uh, cloud our, our rose-colored glasses with, you know, with, with things that, that might possibly be wrong, with little red or yellow flags. So there's a real tension between, between anything is possible and wanting to, to stretch out wide and wanting to kind of pull in and be very, very practical and pragmatic. Mutable signs especially are going to, to be feeling this one. Then on the, 20, on, the 20, uh, on the 23rd, the 23rd is our big day of the week. And, and this, is, this is like an explosive, powerful, you know, really intense day. Uh, we start with a lunar eclipse at the Aries-Libra Aries axis. And what this, what this kind of stirs up for us is a real sense of ourselves in relation with others. And so the tension that we experience during this eclipse is how much of, how much of, my, of myself do I compromise in a relationship? And so for a lot of us, these questions uh, could be 
perhaps up in our relationships. Um, I love the Sabian symbols for these degrees. Uh, Aries at four degrees is two lovers strolling through a secluded park lane. And Libra at four degrees is pilgrims gather around a campfire in silent communication. And so this is really an eclipse that, that, that urges us to connect in new ways. And perhaps those connections require us to shift ideas that we've had about ourselves, old, tired, outdated ideas, and, and to really embrace a new way of, of connecting. Now, what's happening at the same time is that we have Jupiter and Saturn forming a square with one another, and Neptune kind of coming into the mix in, a, in kind of a wider degree. But uh, the result of this is that you know, with all of this, with everything that's been happening in March, um, uh, this is kind of the culmination point. The 23rd is like the, the, the day when, it, when, 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 when sparks fly. And, and what we experience is, is that this is really the time of new beginning. There are lots of tests of faith. And, and there might be things that you have to walk away from. Uh, relationships or jobs or friendships or circumstances. Um, and, and, and so this is a real time of discerning what you stick to and what you, what you move, when any area of tension or, or, or challenge that you move through to get to a, a better place um, and, and what it's time to let go of. And that can be a challenge, especially because so many of those circumstances that we have in our lives, we want to hold on tightly to. And, and sometimes things get ripped out from underneath us when it, it feels beyond our control. And this is all because this is an incredible time of growth. We are moving forward. We are working toward ascension. Um, and, and so everything is, that process is sped up at this time. Um, and, so, and so what can you do? What can you do to, to make the most of this? Well, first of all, that meditation that we had from March 8th is still applies to, uh, to this time right now. So if you want to ritualize the experience, go on my SoundCloud, SoundCloud or find us on Facebook and, and find that meditation because it's, it's, a, it's a tool that you can use on an everyday level to, to really get in touch with some of these deeper truths uh, for your own life. The other thing is look back at your life in 2000 and 2010 um, because so many of these cycles are kind of concluding the cycles that were that were going on at those times it's like we're reaching a, a conclusion point of those and so you'll be able to see what themes were up for you in terms of your relationships and in terms of of your yourself um, the other thing is this is a great time to to be taking some personal inventory to be really making some time to listen to your to your heart and and focusing on what choices in your life need to be made and so this is a time of discernment and it's also a time of healing. So that is, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful week, John. John, it sounds like it. Away? It sounds like a me? very powerful are week. You, are you absorbing it? <laughs> I'm here. Do you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and your solar return is happening in the very midst of this all. Oh, I know, right? On the 20th. Your birthday. Yeah, on uh, Sunday. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes. Um, yeah. and believe so me, I've been feeling these effects of this eclipse. Let me tell that, you. That you have, mm -hmm. yeah. So hopefully they'll catalyze some really big changes in your life. Yeah. Exciting. He's single. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our star, star struck segment. We're going to take a really short break. And when we come back, 
We'll have some amazing girls with us, so stay tuned. Jenna, Shaba, Shabi, and Uma. <laughs> can't talk. Uh, uh, and, and they're with the program Act Like a Girl in Nashville, Tennessee. 
So uh, Jenna, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what is Act Like a Girl? Um, Act Like a Girl is an autobiographical writing program for girls ages 12 to 18. Um, and within that, we, well now it's a two week. Back when I was in the program, it was a month long. And at the end of two weeks of writing and getting to know the girls and dancing and writing a song together, there's a performance that showcases it to the public and it gives the girls a unique opportunity to speak their truth in front of an audience of people that might think that teenage girls don't have important things to say. And by the end of that, the girls themselves learn that they have tremendous things to say and bring up in opportunities that they might not otherwise get with this program. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. And Ashabi, what does it mean to, in, in, the, in, the, in the program we say, we, we, ha, we say you earn your triple R's, what does that mean? Um, that would be any girl who's willing to take a positive risk, anybody who's willing to like work towards becoming their better self, anyone who's willing to love all the other girls in the program unconditionally and help them become their better selves, I would say. And why do you think that's important? Because people aren't um, usually asked to, you know, that that's something they should work towards. A lot of times you're supposed to be working towards like, you know, the monetary goals or like goals of being bigger and better like to other people. But like, are you bigger and better to yourself? I would say it's really important to grow in that way, like spiritually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Uma, it was your first, this was your first year doing it. You just finished your first summer, correct? Yes. And what was it like for you? Um, I had a great time and I met a ton of new people and I got somewhat through earning my triple R's. I still have some some ways to go, but <laughs> that's all right. We'll grow and change. <laughs> but I would say that it was a fantastic experience. What were some of the highlights for you? Um, well, okay, we always go on a trip. Um, we go glamping. Glamping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds like my kind of event. <laughs> uh, we stay in a really big house with all, all of us, and it's really fun. And my favorite, one of my favorite things was the sweat lodge, and we got to go in, and um, you just... You don't, you can't see anybody that's there, but you know that they're all in there and they're surrounding you. And it's just, there's a lot of um, really interesting energy that ha that goes on. And and then did you write that you, because you you do writing prompts, yes. correct? And and Jenna, what is a writing prompt? Um, it's just kind of the topic for what the girls are going to write about, and they can take it any way they want. Um, we do ones. As silly as what would your superhero look like and be, <laughs> and then we do more serious ones that are like, if you could write a letter to anyone and you knew they wouldn't hear it, what would you say to them? And and for any, anyone who wants to answer this, um, when when you're doing a writing prompt, what is the experience like for you? I would say I really like that as a method of telling people about yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's really nice to be able to use poetic words to like kind of introduce yourself mm -hmm. to people or like introduce a part of yourself. So that's kind of like what I think of it as. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm introducing this side of myself to the group. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Mm -hmm.
And Uma, what was that like for you when you when you were doing the writing prep for the first time? Mm, well, I don't usually like writing, <laughs> um, but since this was so different, I got to put like like what Ashabi said. You can just express yourself in a different way, and it's more like you're not you're telling a story, but it's it's already written down, so you don't have to be like, oh wait, let me remember this. It's just there, mm -hmm. and then you and then they. Everybody who's in the group with you, they'll learn about you through your writing. Mm -hmm. And how does that how does that feel when you're when people are, are learning about you and you're revealing parts of yourselves? Um, sometimes it gets very very emotional um, for many of the people in the circle, and um, so we all just try to comfort everyone. That's you know when everything's like going on when they're releasing a part of themselves into the group and um but other times it's just you know it's really exciting to learn things about people that you've just met but it's i mean you learn so much about them within seven days mm -hmm. so it, it forms sort of a community yeah yeah and then do you do you maintain those relationships yes and are there uh, i mean because if you're getting that close to someone and you're revealing, you're revealing your, you know, your, the, the, like your heart to, to those people and, and personal things. I would imagine that that's like instant community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think something that's really special about the the group is that even when you haven't seen someone for months at a time, you see them and it's like no time has passed at all. And it's really nice just because you've shared so much of yourself with them. It's kind of like you're a part, they're a part of you, you're a part of them. Mm -hmm. And um, even past girls that come in and meet newer girls in the circle, they all kind of just connect because they know that we've all shared this experience. Mm -hmm. So now, oh, my camera, my camera <laughs> work is really creative today. So it creates a lasting <laughs> bond is what you guys are saying, right? Uh, I'm, I'm so... I'm so like interested that I'm like not paying attention <laughs> to the camera. Uh, no, what um, I got from it is that it creates a lasting bond, is what you, yes. you're saying. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Like your soul and, family. Right. Right. Now, you know, one thing that I, I find is interesting. So the founder, Valley Forrester, who's in the room. Hey, <laughs> uh, You know, one of the things that she has always said about the program that that um, that I find really powerful is she's saying that this is that this is a, a, a program that gives girls a voice when the rest of the world is telling them to be quiet mm -hmm. um, can you can any one of you speak to that like how how this has helped you in the rest of your life um, I'd say I just realized within this program kind of that I do have important things to say I feel like a lot of times society views teenage girls as this kind of weird group that only cares about like how they look or what boy likes them um but you sit and you realize that those stereotypes are really really not true um and i've learned that if i'm feeling something i'm gonna tell someone and expect to be valued and heard and um it's definitely helped me just feel more confident in what i share and what i think i would say that um it helped me it helped me to learn like how powerful my voice is so in terms of 
when I'm speaking to people and what I say to them, knowing that that has an impact. So knowing that negative stuff doesn't just go away, you know, but also positive stuff, you're actually like really helping somebody just by talking to them, you know? Um, I think that it just gives you a powerful voice in whatever you're trying to talk about. And it, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out yet, but it, it's definitely going to help me later on in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's important to have a voice or to give voice to your experience? Asking the hard question. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ask easy questions during an eclipse cycle. I'm going to play the Jeopardy theme. Um, I think part of it is letting other people know that their experiences aren't solitary. Um, while you may not have the exact same experience, there's also people who will kind of understand the circumstances and sharing what you know and what you've learned may help someone see something that they haven't seen within themselves yet. So to encourage and inspire other people, right? Yeah. 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 But also, I, I, I don't know, I think I feel like also, so, so as someone who did not go through this program as uh -huh. a teenager, the, one of the things that I, I, I find so powerful about it is how, so how much for me, like growing up, my own sense of my voice was shaped by everyone in my life. And I, I, always, I, I never felt like I really had a sense of, of who I was. And the more that I had to develop that, and actually working through, working with you, with, with you all and working on this program helped me to really access that for myself. And the more I did, the more I started to feel like, wow, I love living. <laughs> wow, this is so cool. <laughs> There's so much to say. <laughs> um, what, okay, so, so on, on some of the, uh, and I'll, I, this will be an easy question. <laughs> yeah, so, one, so you, do, you do dancing. And you make up, or you, you choreograph, I should say, you don't make up, you, you actually work with a choreographer and choreograph your own moves, right? Hey, John, do you have that clip? I do. Of, okay, can we play that for a second? Sure. Okay, great, great. Oh, this, is, this isn't a dance specifically, but this is, what is a G-R-R-R-L? This is Act Like a Girl 2012, correct? You got it. Oh, here it is. And it's okay. starting at a, certain, at a certain point, correct? Yes, that's okay, correct. Okay, you got it. Here it goes. What is a G-R-R-R-F? Well, a girl is herself all the time. She is honest. She is a warrior. She is a goddess. A girl is nice, but tough when she needs to be. A girl is easy to spot in a crowd because she is either at the head of it or going the opposite way. A girl dances in the rain, barefoot and hoodless, with no regard to proper restraint. A girl looks straight into her own eyes in the mirror and loves what she sees. Acts Like a Girl is a program where girls can create All right. their own story. And we are back. All right, great, wonderful. So that's, that was just an excerpt of, of what the performance is like, because you actually you do a performance for, for people, and, and that performance includes the choreogra choreographed dances. Is it? And then you write a song too, correct? Can you tell us about the process of writing a song? That is always really fun to me. It's like you, um, we would decide what the theme was going to be, and then if um, a few for a few years we would do a theme that was also one of the prompts. 
So then you would take pieces from the writing and like be like, oh, this will make a good lyric, you know, what might go with that? I really love that part of the program. Um, well, we didn't do the, get to do the, like, base it off of a prompt thing, but we, um, we just came up with a theme for the song and then we just bounced ideas off of each other. And then that was, um, I think we created a pretty cool song. And you work with professional songwriters, correct? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so there's a mentorship component to this yeah, program as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, well, we have guest artists that come in and they kind of tell us about how they balance being completely opposite things or just how they came to be what they are, um, who they are. So a lot of times we'll have really interesting women that do cool jobs, but also balance that with being like a mom or being an artist, like I'm a doctor, but I'm also a glass maker. I don't know, you know, so it's just like, um, it shows the girls kind of what they could be and that there's no limitation on how their life could turn out. And, and would you say that that's true for people, for everyone? Definitely. Everyone. So it's not just specifically the, you know, people in the program that it's like it's a I think it's a it's a message for every single person listening to this that you can be both and both mm -hmm. you can be what you want to be give voice to you to that to that you know that possibility yeah. all the possibilities mm -hmm. um so do we have any do you have any good stories for us <laughs> about the program did, were, were there any, so what was, what was one of the, like, your favorite memories of Act Like a Girl? Because you, you've been in it the longest, right? Or you're one of the, one of the? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, I, my favorite memories always come from the camping trips, mm -hmm. because they're the place where you still, you get to be around them, you know, not just in the daytime, you just be around your new friends, not just in the daytime, but also when you're off time. Mm -hmm. So, like, we'll be outside, you know, around a campfire. They had these little um, smaller buildings off to the side, the place that we went once. It was really nice. We spent like so long, like stayed up to like three or four in the morning, just like talking, getting to know each other outside of the circle. And like, we had to get up at eight and we still did that. That was probably like one of my favorite times, just being up and around these people for, you know, over 24 hours. It's really nice. One time on the camping trip, it rained before we even had our tents set up. <laughs> and so we kind of had to, we were staying in tents back then because it was just like an overnight trip. And um, it just started pouring down rain out of nowhere. And we had to kind of all cram into this little cabin that was luckily there. And that was really fun because everyone was like screaming and dancing in the rain, but also like, where are we going to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, I remember we got to... Um, create alter egos and be them and pretend to be them for a few hours and uh, it was the results were very interesting. <laughs> I would imagine you would learn a lot a lot about yourself through that process. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. And and Jenna you you've been one of um, of a number of, of girls who've been traveling internationally as well, correct? Because yes, yes. um, the, the program is an international program and you've been to Costa Rica and Bolivia. Great, great. Yeah. Um, and now you are a co-leader, mm -hmm. correct? What does that mean to be a co-leader? Um, you kind of guide the girls in the right direction. You make sure that everyone's writing and everyone's getting along. Um, 
you're just kind of there to just support them in the process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and you you work at the Washington D.C. Yes, location, correct? yes, right. Yeah. Great. So um, there's a whole separate group that is in the D.C. area, mm -hmm. and it's really great. And we perform in the um, Capitol Fringe now too. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. So why I want to bring this back to the to the question now you've had some time. Why why a hard another hard question? <laughs> we got light, but now we're gonna get hard again. What? Why are girls, why are adolescent girls important to the rest of the world, to the society, to the rest of the world? I mean, I would say because they're gonna, A, because they're gonna grow up to be, to be, you know, whatever type of women they're going to be. And women, of course, are a backbone to any society. But then also because they have a specific, a really unique, I would say, perspective on things, being like moving from a child to an adult and then like, However, being a female has shifted, you know, your growing up is really important. Mm -hmm. and like your message, whatever message you have to bring is really important from that perspective. I would say that it's important because, you know, you're going to grow up to be whatever type of woman you're going to be. And you can put, a, you can create a huge impact on the world based on uh, your childhood. Mm -hmm. And what you've done in teenage years. Um, I yeah, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying, and I also think that teenage girls have such a unique look on life. Because um, I think it's a time in our lives where we're really in tune with like emotions and kind of what the world is bringing to us, um, and to be able to express those without feeling judged is really important to anyone, like just any person. Now, when you, when you were performing, when you were, when each of you took, you had your, your time performing, what were, what was some of the feedback that you received about, about the performance and about, about what, how the audience, because I have to say, just sidebar, pause that question. When, when, when you sit in the audience of one of these performances, there's almost there's almost never a dry eye in the audience. People are incredibly touched. And so what are some of the, the comments that you've heard from, from some of your writing and some of your performance? Um, somebody's always going to come up and say, I wish they had this, you know, when I was young, I wish they had this program, I wish it existed. And, you know, it's, um, you've changed my life just by telling me your story. And I definitely because I'm, I've graduated from the program, so I've seen, like, I think two now that I haven't been in, and I still feel the same way. Like, like I've really changed just hearing the stories that are going, that I'm hearing on stage. Yeah, I've heard um, someone tell me once that they, they experienced a similar type of thing, but they never looked at it in the way that I did. And thank you so much for making, like, helping me see this in a different way. And, um, yeah, I saw my first one not being a girl this mm -hmm. past summer and even though I kind of already heard some of the stories just in the performance it caught me off guard and I, I was just blown away by how brave these young women are. Mm -hmm. um, people usually come up to, to you and are like you made me cry, you're so amazing, you know I love you guys and the, the really awesome thing to me is they don't even know you. They just know you through the stories and the performance that you just mm -hmm. gave them. Mm -hmm. 
so that's in, it's interesting. So the the you know story, your stories, the things that you say, your words, your perspective have have the power to change lives. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's kind of what you're you're saying through some of these the feedback that you're receiving, and uh, and I think that's absolutely true. How has it changed your life? Um, I'm a lot more pleasant. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I, I haven't met. A super, super pleasant 13-year-old, but I was a particularly unpleasant one. So <laughs> I think it made me a lot more pleasant and a lot more willing to look at the positive side of things rather than, you know, just think of something as this is a negative thing that's happening to me to be able to see it from other people's views and see it from a positive perspective. Um, I've definitely grown to value my relationships with other women a lot more. Uh, whenever I first came into the program, I was one of those 12-year-olds that was like, I only hang out with boys because girls start drama, blah, 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 and that's just ridiculous. And so now I can really appreciate how close I am to other young women and women. Um, it made me realize who I really wanted to have in my life. Like some of my friends, I realized you're not really my friends. You're just there because we go to the same school and you know that's about it. So. I just made that adjustment and it's all better now. <laughs> and I know for some of the girls too, like just developing a sense of themselves and a sense of their voice has helped them create possibilities for their careers as well and, and schools like they never thought they would get into, they're suddenly applying and and so you know, it you know, I think on on that when you deeply develop the core of who you are and that core self and your voice. It opens up so many, so many avenues to, to finding your passion. Would you? Because I've seen each one of you, <laughs> each one of you do the same thing. You know, I remember you with your drawing, like your your drawing, and and. <laughs> I think it's gotten better. I think being learning how to um, put parts of yourself, like vulnerable parts of yourself, into any sort of artwork, be it you know visual art or writing is, you know, a skill that I learned from this program. Great. Great. Wonderful. Well, um, thank you all so, so much. Any, any concluding words, any last, last thoughts that you have? No, no, <laughs> except for, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you want to find out more how to get involved in the program or you want to bring it to your city, uh, John, you have that, that web address I do, up? yeah. Actorsbridge.org forward slash act hyphen like hyphen a hyphen g-r-r-r-l. Yeah. Girl. Girl. <laughs> well, I have one question for the ladies. Sure. Okay. So give, for each one of you, give me three takeaways for each R. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to be an R, but it just be three takeaways, you know, to match the three R's that you received <laughs> from the program. And we'll start with Asabi. Um, risk taking, even though that does begin with an R, it's just cool. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but definitely risk taking, uh -huh. um, positive outlook, and a positive community. That's it. All right. Um, self confidence. Um, gosh, this is hard. Uh, <laughs> storytelling. Uh -huh. and trusting your gut. Nice. All right. And Uma? 
right. uh, positive energy, mm-hmm. um, a good community, and writing. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Can I add mine? Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> With the <an> R. <laughs> uh, deep friendships. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, heart opening. And uh, an opportunity to, this is a long one, opportunity to relive, to have the youth that I never got to have. Mm. <laughs> Showing her wild side. You see that hair? <laughs> <laughs> Show it to us. There we go. <laughs> Great. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. I'm so grateful that you all got to be on my show and that we got to be, I got, th- that you let me interview you <laughs> here on the stage. And I'm grateful to Valley Forrester, mm-hmm. who is, um, who I interviewed last March, actually, for our March Forward series. So if you want to go back and find out about the program from her words, go check that out on my YouTube station or my Vimeo station. Um, and, and you can hear it directly from the founder about why this is so important mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and what it is and, and a little bit more about it, like the juice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go back and watch that episode. And, uh, and again, I, I, you know, this is, this is really important to me because I feel like, um, I feel like finding your voice helps you, helps you to, or not even finding it, but like, you know, activating it and, you know, getting in touch with it, using it, expressing it, uh, you know, enlivening it, all of that um, helps us to, to really live into our charts and the potentiality of who we are. <laughs> I have asked Jenna to uh, read one of her pieces um, and, uh, and, 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 and have that be featured on the show. So... With that, I'm going to switch the camera around and focus on you. And here, here's more creative camera work <laughs> on my part. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, here we go. There she is. Okay, go for it. My favorite memories are the moments I didn't precisely plan in my head. I still remember the split-second decision to dance in the middle of the street at midnight on New Year's Eve with two of my incredibly close friends. The feeling of my bare feet on the cold pavement, the fear I had that a car would drive by too quickly, the comfort I felt in knowing that I would never be able to repeat this moment. We danced with arms flailing and laughter ringing through the silent neighborhood. The only other sound was the faint bellows of trumpets coming from the iPod in hand. We only had our pajamas to keep us safe from the unforgiving cold of wait, wait, late winter. I remember feeling free, caring only about the, getting the lyrics right to the song and not how silly my dancing was. With the smell of pizza still on my breath, I called in the new year in a way I've never been able to recreate. As I prepared a transition from the comfort of my home to a college dorm, I want to produce moments that I will recall like that New Year's Eve. I want to be able to look back on my last year, in my last summer in the hometown and be able to reminisce on all the points in time that I didn't plan on occurring. But by wanting that, I sway my life to make those moments become my truth. I spend my time focusing on what spontaneous incidents I could create, which takes away from the element of serendipity. In my 18 years, I have learned that wanting something pulls me out of enjoying the irreplaceable incidents of fate I already experience daily. I've learned that New Year's Eve's moments occur constantly. I just need to open my eyes wide enough to fully take them in. I believe in the beauty of unplanned moments and living in the present. 
Can we get some applause, John? <laughs> and Jenna, what was that? Where, what was the writing prompt that inspired that? Um, we were actually doing a This I Believe, which is an NPR um, essay type of thing. And we were recording them with a guest artist who's a journalist in town, Kim Green. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Very yeah. cool, very cool. It was so beautiful. Thank you. Really impactful. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks so much. All right, John? Yes, I'm right here, hon. Before we sign off, mm -hmm. I just want to say, oh, there's Valley in the background. <laughs> I just want to call some special attention to two ladies right back here. And one of those is my sister, Allison. Hey, Allison. Say hi, Allie. And I just want to give her a, a very special um, bachelorette. She's almost married. So I'm going to give her a very special special bachelorette for each day. So <laughs> John's giving you some sound effects, too. <laughs> um, there she is. There she is, the beautiful bride. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right well, well congratulations that is our show for today and thank you all for listening for listening up and uh we will be back next week and in the meantime check out act like a girl and um and uh, and, and and find out how you can get involved and how you might be able to bring it to your city so all right, John, we'll see you back next week. Excellent. Have a great time. You too. <laughs> now that you found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBN Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.